0: Shaking it up with Shaykh Fayyaz, Nightly Ramadan Reflections. As we hit our stride now during the holy month of Ramadan, and due to the fasting and the lack of sleep, we begin to feel the pain of our bodies— it weakening but at the same time a spiritual elevation or elation taking place that elation or that elevation that we're feeling on a day-to-day basis at the moment that we break our fast or when we wake up in the morning that optimism that we feel that unique fragrance that we smell all of that is due to the fact that our souls are being cultivated and molded in the way that our lord Desired from us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to cultivate, wants us to mold, wants us to purify these souls of ours. But that then begs the question, what exactly is the soul? The soul, unlike the body, of course, is something immaterial. Meaning it's not made up of physical objects or limbs or organs like we know the body to be. The body, of course, is the physical It's that which lives for 70, 80 years. It was that which was born out of the womb of my mother. We have two eyes and we have 10 fingers and 10 toes. We have a heart, we have kidneys, we have lungs, we have a liver. We're made up of all of these unique creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all together which comprise and make up the human body. But if I were to lose any part of my body, God forbid, for instance, I was to lose a limb. I was to lose a finger, God forbid. I was to lose something even internal, an organ like that, of a kidney. That would not make me not be me. In other words, I'm still me. You are still you, even though you lose a limb. You might not feel like yourself for a moment, for a day, for a week. But at the end of the day, essentially you still who you still are who you are, if that makes sense. Meaning that you are still the husband to your wife, the wife to your husband, the son to your parents, the daughter to your parents, the mother to your children, or the father to your children. You are still essentially you, even though you lost a physical part of yourself. Thus the soul is the complete opposite. Or it is that you, or it is that I that we speak of internally. In other words... The human soul that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has gifted us with and has blessed us with is the innate self of the individual. It's that which continues to live on after your body dies. In fact, the body is only a vessel that holds this soul of ours. It's that soul that feels the pain and the agony of loss, for instance. It's that soul that feels the joy of submission and worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's that soul which is molded. It is that soul which is cultivated during the holy month of Ramadan that allows for us to see things the way they ought to be seen. And Muslim theologians and philosophers have historically reflected upon what exactly the soul is or how we define the human soul. And they have presented a couple of different definitions, a couple of which which I'll share with you. Firstly, some group of philosophers historically have stated that the human soul is a place that resides all the human emotions of the being. In other words, anger, joy, happiness, sadness, grief, frustration, stress, all of these things are housed within this immaterial object known as a nafs, or known as the human soul. Well, another group of theologians will come forth and they will actually state that again the soul is the actual essential part of the human being. It is the you, it is the I, it is the me. It is the reality of who we are. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to the importance of the human soul within the whole Qur'an. When he states وَنَفْسِمْ wa وَمَا wa He swears by the soul, and the soul that he created, and that he perfected. فَأَلْحَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَهَا And he inspired this soul to understanding what is right and what is wrong. Meaning that internally, innately, we have been inspired with the ability to know good and to know evil. Which is why a child from the day that they're born, they know that hitting is bad, that lying is bad, that cheating is bad. Have you ever seen a kid lie? They feel so embarrassed and they feel so shy. And you can tell immediately that they're lying the minute that they begin to start to narrate and tell that story. And as they continue to fall in this Downward spiral of lies, it becomes even more obvious that they're just making up the story that they're making up. Why? Because their body shows it. Their tongue stutters. They know what they're doing is unnatural, incorrect. They know that they're speaking a fallacy because their innate self tells them that lying is bad. But what happens to us? As we get older, we begin to fashion ourselves, we begin to perfect sin. We begin to tell ourselves that it's not a big deal, it's just one lie. And that one lie spirals into ten, spirals, spirals into a hundred until we could be living a life full of lies. The same goes for any other sin or any other vice. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has inspired us to do goodness, inspired us to khayr, and at the same time a rejection of any evil, any sin, any transgression. But nonetheless, it is us Virtually who have failed to allow for ourselves to reach the potential that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us with. Then God states within the whole Quran in the next verse, But successful are those who have purified it. You know, when we purify our souls, not only we allow for the emanation of all of the most perfect virtues, like that of mercy, like that of compassion, like that of patience, like that of generosity, like that of justice. But the emanation and illumination of all of those virtues, they also strike the hearts and the souls of those around us. Our families, our friends, our community, they feel that presence through our presence. Which is why when you take a look at the lives of personalities like that of our messenger Muhammad وسلم, those early Muslims in Mecca, those who came into the religion of Islam, they came because they saw the character of the Prophet That he was such a magnetic personality that individuals would be immediately drawn to him Similarly, we see that in the lives of the Imams of Ahlul Bayt, the same. People saw these personalities. They saw individuals like Ali and Fatima and Hassan and Hussein as people that they wanted to be around. Why? Because their internal presence manifested outwardly, allowing for others to feel that sense of God consciousness just when they're around them. That's powerful. We have that ability as well قَدْ أَفْلَهَا مَنْ For surely the successful ones are those who have purified it. وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَاهَا. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states And indeed those who fail to purify it well they're the failures. Those who allow for their souls to be corrupted they're unsuccessful in this world and they're certainly unsuccessful in the world beyond this one. And you take a look and you see that if we fail, for instance, to cultivate our bodies, going back to this example, if we fail to cultivate our bodies, meaning we fail to exercise, we fail to eat healthy, at the end of the day, the only person that we're harming is ourselves. Because in the long run, we are going to be the ones who are going to suffer with illness day after day, because of our failure to do things in this life that may be challenging, but in the long run, may turn out to be of our ultimate benefit. And on the flip side, if we do those things, meaning we desire to eat healthy and exercise, we cultivate the bodies the way that God also wanted us to, then at the end of it, again, we're only benefiting ourselves. But on the flip side, If we cultivate these souls, not only are we benefiting ourselves, but we're also again benefiting those around us, family, friends, community. And at the same time, if we fail to cultivate these souls of ours, and we allow for them to be corrupted and imprisoned by the attractions of this world, well, not only are we bringing detriment to ourselves, but we have the potential to be of the detriment to our family members as well. Because the only thing that will emanate from a corrupted soul is anger, pride, prejudice, envy, jealousy, racism, all of the negative qualities that a human being can emanate, stem from their souls. Because again, the soul is the you, the soul is the I, the soul is the me. And it's important for us during these nights of the holy month of Ramadan, to seek toward purifying these hearts, toward purifying these souls, by means of the recitation of Quran, by means of prayers in the darkness of the night, by means of dua and supplication, by means of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We'll continue our discussion on exactly what the soul is in our next episode. Walhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. ala Muhammadin wa ala al-Tayyibin. Al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Feaz and follow Sheikh Feaz on Twitter and Instagram, and, Instagram and, look and look out for him on Facebook.